What's up and welcome to Live at 5, brought to you by Foreman Watson Holtry, dedicated to you, committed to justice, that's fwhlegal.com. Stephen A. Turner here in the Floor Concept Studios, joined by Coach Vic Evans. What's up, man? Well, my microphone doesn't sound like a tin can today, so well, you know, it works. Hey, you know, when, when you when you complain, I get you taken care of, Steve. That's yeah. my job. Well, I mean, I, I just want the listeners to hear, you know, be able to hear these golden pipes, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, you know, but big shout out to Rob and uh, Ed, who were in here. You know, hammering away, made sure they got it to completely correct, and, and here I am on Live at 5. Download the Owensboro Radio app. You can listen anywhere in the world. Follow along uh, 1027 The Game on all the social media outlets out there. Uh, kicking it text line, 270-903-0389. Subscribe and like on iTunes, Spotify, wherever you consume your podcast. As uh, today, it'll be a lot of uh, stat leaders. We got the Owensboro Health stat leaders on the boys' side. All five available categories that are available in the KHSAA: third region boys and girls stat leaders. Boys, courtesy of Owensboro Health. Girls, courtesy of Vineyard Primary Care. Yeah, if you follow along on social media, the the one we chose for social media this week was the three point shooting percentage. So that's the one we we pick one each week and put the graphic out and. And uh, so it's three-point shooting percentage. As you'll see that all the girls went out yesterday. The guys are going to go out today on the graphic. And uh, But we'll talk about it a little bit beforehand. Yeah. Now, yeah, we got, uh, we'll got. we go through each side. I mean, some of these are kind of stand out. So there's some interesting trends, I feel like, uh, around the region with certain players. And we'll, hope, we'll discuss that. I hope there's a lot of Cam Cooks for you players on these stat leaders. I mean, I drafted well because that kicks off next week. Yeah. Fantasy <laughs> basketball. I wish I'd have done this before the fantasy draft so I could have more of a grasp on who's actually going to score a lot of points. And fan- I, have, I have no grasp of fantasy basketball scoring. I don't know how that even works. Never played fantasy basketball before. But I'm, I'm willing to give it a shot. It'd be fun. Well, we recognize got, a lot of uh, kids. I know we've that. got five, quote-unquote, five. Each week there'll be five points up for grabs, you know, is how it works, you know, or five games, so you go like three and two, or you go four and one, so if your players win the stat for that week, you know, combined, then you win that point, and so, you you know, the best record you could have in the week is five and oh, and the word, you know, then and you go from there, so we'll see how it goes, so we'll get like a NBA record, like 82 games or whatever. Yeah, no, that's yeah. cool, I mean, uh, you know, you're keeping track of it, so that's the best part, if it was me, I, I don't know if we'd get the the accurate scoring so uh, yeah looking very forward to it though the second half of the season of course will we'll kick off next week we'll jump right in the week from the, tonight will be a monster game on the uh, 1027 the game airwaves davis yes. county in ohio county one Dave, week from tonight one week from tonight oh davis county goes at ohio county and uh, 1027 the game will be there for that one and that'll be interesting two teams that have been in the top four pretty much of the Owensboro health top 10 the entire preseason early season and uh, I think it's a good. It's going to be a good test for yeah. both teams. No, it, it, it will be. I'm looking forward to an early season, you know, measuring stick, 
uh, game. And uh, it'll unfortunately, be, you won't be there. Won't be there. Game. Of course, one of the best games of the season, and it's the same night as the Kentucky Wesleyan and Malone. So me and you'll be BIO, and you'll have uh, the the lab uh, partner. The, the professor's going to get a new lab partner. He is with Caleb Farkas, I do believe, making the trip over. That's unconfirmed, but I think it's I think it's going to happen. Well, I know Caleb's confirmed. Yeah, and then think, it's up to Riley confirming his side. Yeah, you know, he works these crazy hours, you know. So, but but this is one he wants to get eyes on. This is going to be one of the better regular season matchups. So uh, looking forward. That's one week from tonight. And uh, so we'll, we'll look into some of these stat leaders, some results uh, coming in. Davis County has a pretty pretty interesting test, uh, I do believe, today with Franklin Simpson. So Yeah, that, it's we'll another good test for them. We'll talk about that on the back end of the show. But I guess we could start off by talking a little bit of bowl games. I mean, the bowl games, talking bowl games is like talking NBA to me. It's just, I don't know. It's just, but, but the cards fall 42-28. Last night to USC, I mean, it's, it just tells me that USC had better backups than, than, the, than the cards last night. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, uh, you know, I know what you're talking about, that, you know, it looks like, um, uh, you know, with the guys opting out or guys not playing. But the one thing I do want to say is, you know, in, in this world of age where you talk about where, you know, and you're you're going your rant about the transfer portal, and it's like, hey, this guy's there, and they sign another guy, and you leave, or you don't get to play. You have got to at least give it to Miller Moss, who last night throws six touchdown passes against Louisville. He signed at USC. Then they signed a big-time quarterback. He didn't leave. He stayed. You know, whenever they hired the new coach, he goes out and gets Caleb Williams, who transfers in. Guess what he does? He stays. This is a guy that's been at USC and hadn't played in like three years, gets a shot, six touchdown passes, and then balls out. Yeah. So you at least got to give him credit. I mean, it's kind of like Velcamp, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's You get your shot, you take advantage of it. And I thought he played really well. Well, I think certain programs like, you know, can cheer for things like that, you know, and it, it's great for the kid. Don't get me wrong, but it's USC. I mean, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I mean, it's USC. We're, we're playing in the Holiday Bowl. We were expecting to be in the Final Four. We're not disappointing season. Sure, we beat the Cards, but did we really beat them? I mean, uh, I don't know. Didn't I don't know if the Cards threw all their cards on the table, so to speak. So, forty-two twenty-eight. It is what it is. I did uh, while I was over at the old Planet Fitness a minute ago. I was checking out Gavin Wimsett up on the big screen and He's played in the Pinstripe Bowl. They won. Yeah, they, did, they, yeah, did. they took down Miami today. Nice. Gavin ran for two touchdowns in the ball game. He didn't uh, throw for a ton of yards, but efficient. You could see the you know obviously Shiano the game plan just to ground and pound. And they did. Miami couldn't stop the run and. And uh, at the end of the day, it's good to see our guy Gavin Wimson get a bowl win. How get about a that? nice bowl win. Take him to a bowl, get a bowl win, the pinstripe bowl there in New York. Yeah. And, uh, and Manny Diaz from Miami will be somewhere towards the top of the list on the hot seat in a couple of months when we get the preseason hot seat <laughs> yeah. list. Oh, yeah, there you go. Because he's going to be on it. Yeah, so, I mean, at the at the end of the day, we'll, we'll talk a lot of bowl games during the Daniels LA 5, mm-hmm. right? I mean, we yeah. got to, to set the schedule. Cause Correct. we got a we're, monster schedule over the whole weekend. Here. We do. we got our college Football bowl season is uh, ramping up all over the weekend, and uh, we've got great sponsors for that with uh, Miller Building Supply. I, I know it's coming on board for that. I'll have to uh, try to think off the top of my head who the other one put you were. on the spot. He did. Yeah. He put me on the spot. <laughs> but uh, that's why I come in here with uh, things written down every day because if it's not right in front of me, it's gone. It's just been gone. I mean, yeah. even above like, all, roofing jumped on there. there you go. He's, up, he's up on there. Come live at five cents. You save a thousand dollars, and they're right. on board for our bowl coverage. Uh, they're so on our board, board for the bowl coverage, and uh-huh. so it's uh, it's a lot of fun. So I'm, yeah, we've got a big bowl weekend scheduled all the way through Monday, starting tomorrow. With basically, it's uh, one hundred two seven. The game becomes the UK's 
basically a UK station. Yeah, I mean, you got the, the bowl, you got all the pregame, the bowl game, the post game. Us. Well, no, we got you got a KSR post game. They're gonna, K- KSR they're post game is going to be in. They're going to sneak in a KSR okay. post game. That will brought lead to you in. by Don Moore. Yep, brought to you by Don Moore. That then that will lead into you get about thirty minutes of ESPN Radio. We will not have the basketball pregame show because we'll have live. I think the basketball pregame show is supposed to to start at four thirty. Well. We're not going to just carry 30 minutes of it. We'll carry ESPN there. Then you and I will do live at 5 from 5 to 6. And then we'll pick up UK tip-off at 6 o'clock versus Illinois State. And then we'll have the UK postgame show and the KSR basketball postgame show. So basically, Busy day tomorrow. tomorrow from like 9 a.m. to like 10 p.m., it'll be a UK network. There you go. And then Saturday all day is covered up with bowl games. And yes. then at nighttime, you get the, the, NFL. the NFL, the Lions, and the Cowboys yes. game. Uh, starting, I think, 10 o'clock, you get the pregame show for the Peach Bowl, followed by the Orange Bowl. And then that will lead into the NFL network, the NFL broadcast coverage. And then Sunday, you've got the, the noon game and NFL the uh, NFL Sunday night game. And then on Monday, Jaron Hall versus Jordan Love. Get the popcorn out for New Year's Eve as uh, they'll be the Vikings and the Packers the will be right here on 1027 well, the game. I'll be at the Thunderbolts game. I will too. I'm, Amber, Amber said we're going. Okay, so. well, great, great, great. Fireworks so we'll, on the ice. We'll be out there at the fireworks on the ice. We'll be thinking, but you can listen if you want to listen to Jordan Love. And then on Monday, it's. I won't listen. I'll, I'm, I might listen, but I got to find a way to watch it. I just got to see Jaron Hall a little bit. I just want to get a glimpse of him. And then on Monday, it's college football all day. You start out with the Fiesta Bowl where you get the great matchup of Oregon versus Liberty. Yeah, and the Fiesta. <laughs> well, like, who's in the Fiesta Bowl? Oregon. Well, Liberty's, you always get those, you know, Liberty. they guaranteed those group of six. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you know. they're, they're top 25 team yeah. right now. So you get Liberty, Oregon, and then that leads right into Michigan, Alabama, and then Texas, Washington. Fair enough. So yeah, the Monday show we'll be able to. We have we have a show Monday though, right? I mean, we're gonna have enough time. Oh, we're not. No, here. Monday's New Year's Eve. Right, we're all. Well, that's right. We're New Year's Day. We're New Year's Day. So we're out of here. So okay. it's gonna be all college football. So we might need to make our college football playoff predictions tomorrow. Then I might throw that in on the weekend winners. Then did you not read the live at five? What the LA, they know LA five? No, I go. Well, I guess I guess I didn't get to that. I, I read the first. It was bowl game after bowl game, so I just kind of moved I, I, on to the next question. The, the question is about who wins. So I mean, oh, we'll we're gonna, we're today, gonna, you're going to get those today. Well, fair <laughs> I don't even know what's happening. It's on my not own against show. the spread, but I mean, it's just us picking winners. Fair enough. Fair enough. We can do that today, and uh, we'll do the, the, the NFL side of the weekend winners. Tomorrow we also have Athlete of the Year. Yeah, going to give out our 2023 Male and Female Athletes of the Year. Got to thank Trophy House. Come on board. Now they partnered with this, giving out the 1027 The Game, ESPN Owensboro, Trophy House, Athlete of the Year. They provide the unbelievable trophies. You saw them. They look great yeah. out there. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, no, it's a, we'll, we'll, we'll talk about that tomorrow. And unfortunately, we won't be able to talk about the Kentucky Bowl game results because tomorrow – Full transparency. It won't be live at five. It no. will be taped at noon, playing live at five. Yeah, uh, I would love to do it live at five, but I've got to get on the road to, to Ashland, Ohio. Yeah, you're going to the big GMAC showdown on Saturday uh, with the Kentucky Wesleyan Panthers, which we'll also have for you on Saturday. Saturday on BIO. Yep, so. Saturday on BIO. Uh, pre-game starts at 1130. I've said it before. I mean, I hope you had your notepad taking notes of all the schedule that's going on. But I've said it before. If there's another group of stations out there that does sports better than Cromwell, I'd have to see it. I'd have to see it, man. It's loaded. Well, it was loaded. 
But come next Tuesday, when we get back after the first, there's a big announcement that may have something to do with That's sports. That's true. We're going to add more to the plate. Not more to my plate, just more to the sports plate. And uh, looking very forward to all that. In the meantime, we'll pause all the monotonous schedule talk and jump in uh, to some results around there. We mentioned Davis County taking on Ohio County a week from the night. They got a win over Glasgow. Big win, 72-43. Moss with 19 really starting to play. Playing really well. Really starting to play well. And then Watkins and uh, Gage Phelps had 16 each. Jackson Brown with 12. The Panthers moved to 9-3. and three. Five straight wins uh, for the season for the Davis County Panthers. When the Panthers good. get the those four in double figures, watch out. I, I, they, they are good really good. Yeah, no, uh, And then I think they're all right now averaging double figures. I think Brown's moved up to averaging like 11.2 points per game. And when they have those four scores, that team comes really hard to guard. And, and I think team, I think people outside the county of Davis County would listen to Live at Five and they would say, man, you, you sure do handle their schedule with kids' gloves. And that's true. They've played no one. I mean, the, the, the teams, the good teams they've played, they've lost. Yes. That's just I'm me being fair. No, it's 100%. Do I think they will beat good teams? Absolutely. This team, I think, has all the makings. But you have to see it first. So, you know, I think that's – it doesn't mean anything in the broad scope of things, that game on the road against Ohio County next week. But it means a little bit for the talking points. It does. So, you know, that, I think that will be a lot of fun to look at next week. But I do want to see a couple signature wins, a couple, play a couple signature teams, you know, and, and see how that – falls for the Davis County Panthers. Before I judge them too much, I know I said last week I thought they were the team to beat. I think talent-wise, top to bottom, I think they are the team to beat, but I have to have to see it play out. Well, I think it's very fair. I think it's very fair. I know there was a couple games that they had scheduled. I know they, you know, they were supposed to play a really good team down at Edmondson that pulled out of the tournament. They played down there and then they had to play like, you know, uh, the Blazers moved in. Western Kentucky Blazers, yes. too. Not the Bluegrass, but the Western Kentucky. Right. So, you know, so, yes. But, yes, I'm like you. I, I think that's going to be a great measuring stick to tell you where they are when they go play at Ohio County because that's not the easiest place to play. No, no. You know, you know we, I, I we remember doing, that game. We remember doing Owensboro there a few years ago. That place was rocking oh, yeah. and crazy in an overtime game. It will be again. It will be. One of the best student sections, if not the best student section in the region. When you get that stage rocking up there in the Ohio County Eagle section, so it should be a, should be a lot of fun next week. I know Edmondson County got another win. They took down Campbellsville, fifty two fifty two forty five. They moved to seven and five on the season. Both Tinsleys are winning. I they mean, are winning too, hundred percent. You know, one's got nine wins, one's got seven. So good start for the so, Tinsleys. So if I ask you. Which Tinsley ends up with the most wins Ooh, at the put, end of the year? Oh, well, which one would you put? And Ryan's going to finish with more wins. Think so? It's the Apollo Eagles. Okay. I mean, nah, you know what? That's a good question, though. I, without looking at their schedule, I mean, the, Apollo plays in the ninth, which is the wins will be a little tougher to come by. Maybe. Maybe not. I mean, I don't know. Edmonton, They've competed at every game in the ninth. I except mean, Butler they, and Grayson are good. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, it, and, and Trinity's just having a down year. So, it's going to be close, man. I say they both finished with the same amount of wins, 19. Okay. I, I said 16 to 18. I'm going to go one has 17 and one has 16 at the end of the year. It's a good question. It's something good to look at. It's definitely I – mean, the holidays are behind us now, Thanksgiving and Christmas. So it would have been good, you know, Christmas Day, you know, dinner table fodder for the Tinsley household. Oh, yeah. Who comes up with more well, wins? And then Dad would chime in and say, I'm the, I'm the tiebreaker. 
Apollo wins. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> That's it. I'm curious to see if Dad stays on the staff. I, I think they almost have the flip flop every year, right? I don't think to go to so. Next year, and then come back to Apollo. I think that's the way it ought like to be. To share his I, services. Exactly right? right. I think that's the way it ought to be. I mean, I'm being biased at Apollo, and all he's not leaving Apollo. <laughs> Lock him down. The best. I don't know. One of the top five assistants in this region. I can tell you that much right now. Oh, it was not, no doubt. Yeah. So I mean, you gotta, in Western Kentucky, we got to lock him down. Don't don't tell the region. We, here's the thing: there's there's some young studs on the bench right behind him, like Tyler Brown and Michael James. You know that that are up and coming future head coaches around the area that are, you, are learning from him. So they may be ready to take the reins in a year. You can't replace that experience yeah. and that have been no, through I the know. wars yeah. and you know like you know like a guy like you know I, I say Marcus Freeman because he goes out and he gets Al Golden you know he goes out and he gets you know Denbrock guy you know these these you know a lot of his position coaches are younger up and go getters but you have those guys that are right to your right or to your left you know depending on which side of the floor you're on the the, the bench is on it's nice to have that experience, oh, yeah. that guy that's been through the battles and the wars. 100%. And, uh, yeah, we can keep him as long as he wants to stay I, at Apollo. I can promise you that. I say we. <laughs> Here we are. Those guys are biased on Five. I'll tell you what, we'll pause it there, and we'll do the Owensboro Health Boys Stat Leaders, top five categories on the KHSA website for the third region the leaders. We'll do top five in every category. We'll get the girls' results and do the girls next as well, Live at 5, 1027, the game. Hi, this is Travis Holtry of Foreman Watson Holtry. You know, our attorneys are dedicated to you and committed to justice, just like the crew from Live at Five, who are also dedicated to bringing you all local sports coverage and committed to doing it justice by spotlighting all of our local athletes and coaches. That's why FWH Legal is proud to bring you the Live at Five show on Owensboro ESPN Station. Join Steve Turner and Vic Evans for Live at Five each weekday at 5 o'clock right here on 102.7 The Game. Brought to you, as always, by Foreman Watson Holtry. Dedicated to you, committed to justice. FWHlegal.com. Just a few hours away, Music City is waiting for you to make your next getaway a hit. Experience Nashville's creative energy filled with live music, world-class attractions, year-round sporting events, and a diverse food scene. To plan your trip, go to visitmusiccity.com. Get immediate care for your injuries at Owensboro Health Orthopedics Walk-In Clinics in Henderson and Owensboro. Hi, I'm Dr. Justice Stoltz. Don't let the pain of a sore knee, an injured shoulder, or a sprained ankle keep you out of the game. Our team of experts is here to help get you back on your feet. The Owensboro Health Orthopedics Walk-In Clinic is open weekdays from 8 to 11 a.m. at Owensboro Health Regional Hospital and the Henderson Healthplex. Learn more at owensborohealth.org slash walk-in. Davis County Farm Bureau has been serving the community for over 100 years. With a legacy of trust and a heritage of service, we're here for you. Rest easy knowing that we're in your corner. Davis County Farm Bureau, the voice of Kentucky agriculture. Let's navigate life's uncertainties together with Davis County Farm Bureau. Together, we make our community a better place. Davis County Farm Bureau, taking care of what's important to you since 1922. Green River Area Federal Credit Union has been serving the Owensboro community since 1959. With that comes being a proud supporter of not only area high school athletics, but also partnering with Live at Five, the number one sports show in western Kentucky. With a wide array of products to meet your financial needs, come see what a difference it makes when you partner with a local community credit union. Visit our new website, greenriverafcu.com, or stop by and see us today. Member NCUA, Equal Housing Lender. 
Miller Building Supply is your one-stop shop for all your lumber and hardware needs. They're also a metal sales dealer with a full stock of metal roofing. And while you're there, check out their selection of Traeger grills and accessories. Located on Highway 81 in Sacramento. Local sports at its finest, live at 5 with Stephen A. Turner and Vic Evans on 102.7 The Game. Live at 5, brought to you by Foreman Watson Holtry, FWHlegal.com. Stephen A. Turner, Vic Evans, let's jump into these uh, stats. Before we do, okay. I want I want to do I want to get it right here because we got the college football playoffs coming up. That's right. All right. You They're brought to you by the other partner is. Above All Roofing, Miller's Building Supply, Shammies. Shammies. I, I got to get Shammies in there. It's a good time of year for Shammies. You know, it's going to be nasty, I think, tomorrow. Probably, they may have to salt the roads or whatever, so Shammies will be available this weekend. Yeah, so check them out. Back up. Yeah, we'll have all the, the New Year's Six Bowls. The only, only New Year's Six Bowl we won't have is on Friday. That's the U.K. Bowl game because U.K. always comes first. That's right. Yeah, so... We'll move it now into the Owensboro Health Stat Leaders, and we'll start at the bottom of the page. If you're scrolling, you know the the, the KHSAA website page. So we'll start with rebounds and okay. work our way up to points. Okay. All right. I think uh, rebounds top five in the area. This one surprised me a little bit. Number five, Tut Carico. That didn't surprise me. I mean, it doesn't surprise me. Surprise me, but you look at his size and where he normally has played in the past. It's not been like a you know just a big you know board eater, but they just. Coach Riley went to him and said, "Hey, man, I, need, I don't. I, I need have, more rebounding. Big. I need. A, I need somebody that can do this job." And Tut said, "Oh, hey, I got you. Yeah, he got Maybe it covered. Five. Yeah, he got it covered. Not a problem. <laughs> That's what Tut does. Hey, exactly so, right. Josh Decker also from Edmondson County, who is on my fantasy team. He is uh, eight point five rebounds He's tied with Tut. Tied, okay, They're both tied at eight and a half. At four, Trevor Deweese. I, that doesn't surprise Nine me. Nine rebounds a game. Yes, because he. I think li- when we did rebounds last week, I think he was third yeah. at the time. So that one does well, not surprise me. We'll talk about it more. It's hard to talk about them one at a time until we get to the end. Alec Madden from Hancock County, 9.6 boards a game. On oh, my fantasy team. How about that? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, if, if you're going to struggle offensively or maybe it's going to take you a while, two things you can hang your hat on. And this is what I'm not seeing, and we're going to we'll get to it in a minute, but – Bad free throw shooting, right? Yes. Is, if you're not if you're not good at a lot of things, you can be great at free throw shooting. Hundred percent, and you can rebound. Hundred percent, right? I mean, that's an area where you can you can and defensive energy. Yep. That's a, give me that, and we'll start there. Just and play that, like Alex Gray. Yeah, <laughs> that's all you got to do. <laughs> good play luck. like Alex Gray. You got to have a very high basketball IQ. That's true. That's off the charts with with Mr. Gray. But Madden having a great start to the season, and that would tell me your top two would be. Very easily, you have Watkins. No, no. Okay, I'm surprised. No. I, well, I know number one. He's right. He Watkins is like averaging about eight a game. Okay, I think he's right out. Price is leading line. it. No, we're talking about rebounds. Rebounds. I mean, uh, Rice, Rice yeah. is leading. He's like Rice is twelve at, and a half. Rice is at eleven point two. Okay, he was at twelve and a half. Keaton Hughes. Keaton Hughes, Hughes. on my fantasy yeah. team. Ten rebounds. Ten rebounds a game. I knew. I knew that. And so. What stood out to me, though, about it was that Rice is at 11.2 boards per game and Deweese is at 9. Yes. So, a lot of missed shots. Well, yeah, with that, and, and they're dominating the glass against their opponents. Yes. So that's a good sign for the Butler County Bears. And uh, Deweese is going to show up in a few more of these categories. So he's having a good year. He's having a great year. And at the free had a great offseason. We mentioned free throws. Mm-hmm. And this changed a little bit because uh, some stats came in right under the wire. This is, by the way... Up until the end of last week. This is Christmas and before, right? Because anything that happened yesterday is not in, in the stats. Right. So, 
uh, free throw percentage at number. Edmondson County shooting it really well. They got a couple guys right outside the top five. So I wanted to give Edmondson County props because I just said knocking their free throws down. Do the little things and free throws where you start. Isaac Coach Chase Hardesty, uh, he's from Breck. But Edmondson overall, as, as a team, shooting it well from the line. Coach is uh, Muhlenberg. But number five, this is impressive, Jack Logston. 50 of 55 from the stripe. It's not bad. Right at 91%. I do believe he's on my fantasy team, Steve. I think he's a pretty good pick for you. It's pre- that's pretty good. Uh, make no mistake. Tate Powers, an Apollo Eagle, 93.3%. So pretty good there. Uh, you got Deshaun Sanders, 23 of 24. Missed his first one over the holiday break. He's at 95.8%. And then you got Trevor Ling and, and Castlin from Butler. Uh, Ling's 11 for 11, Castlin's 10 for 10. Right. But to me, I think the one that jumps off the page, well, Sanders is good. 23 of 24 is great. But 50 of 55 for Loxton, the freshman, kind of a banger a little bit. That's impressive. It is impressive. Now, unlike you in this one, when we put out our graphics and stuff, we have minimal attempts. Well, I do too. Okay. Min- minimum you, 10 attempts. Okay. See, I, I only did 10 because in, in shots, I feel like you got, you got to take at least a couple shots a game right. to be eligible. Now, free throws, it just depends on whether you get to the stripe or not. I mean, maybe you're playing a lot. Maybe you're only getting to the line a little bit. you got to got to get a little more aggressive to the bucket. I'm, so I'm, I only put 10 of 10. I'm curious, before the Christmas break started, okay, all these games the last two weeks, I'd gone through and, and checked out every team, what they averaged shooting free throw attempts last year and how many free throw attempts they started this year because of the new rules. Right. And I think on the girls' side, it had gone up like 3.1 free throws on the average for the region. It had gone up. Gone up. That's not what the intention was, is on it? The, I, don't, you know, I mean, I don't think so. I think it was you got in the bonuses long. But the thing about it is when you do get in the bonus late in games, you got to shoot two all the time. Right. On the boys' side, it dropped like 2.8. Somebody would have to explain to me the thought process of the rule. I'm not... I was very against it at first. Now that I've seen some games play out, I really don't know. I do think it's going to impact. I do think it's going to impact close games. I haven't necessarily seen that yet. But what's the point of it if it's not to shoot less free throws? Well, I think it is to shoot. Now this was a very small sample size. Right. We're talking about like eight games, and and my goal is as we get into the middle of January, and everybody gets between fifteen and twenty games, is to do that again and see. If the bigger sample size, you do get less. Like the guys that shot, like I think it was like two point eight less. But that on is average. the goal, right? Is, I think that is the, the goal. To yes. shoot less, yeah, throw? because you're you're not in the bonuses long. You're not in the double bonuses. Yeah, long. I mean, in the games, you, I mean, you can get up. You know, in the fourth quarter, sometimes you can get like fifteen fouls on, on a. Well, team. like I said, not only that, you you know, in the first half, you're shooting on the seventh foul. Now you get four in the first quarter and then four more in the second quarter. So you get an extra foul before anybody ever shoots a right. you know, free throw. Yeah, and if you pick up. Seven fouls in the first quarter. You're in the bonus for the rest of the half. It resets. It resets after the second quarter. You know, I don't. I'm not picking on the officials. This is not a picking on the. But what in the games that I have seen, small sample size, the game is not called the same in the second half as it is in the first. Correct. It's it gets tighter in the second half. A lot tighter. Yes. A, like a exponentially. Yes. Hundred percent. I've, so, I've noticed mean, that in my games also. That yes. They let them play a lot more in the first half, and then it's kind of like the old way you used to play. Yeah. In the second half, I like the first half. I do too. Let's just go to that. I mean, I don't want it to be like go watch a GMAC game. I, I mean, it's a wrestling fight. event it sometimes. Is. No, it is. It, 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 I, I lean more on the side of letting it be more physical, but then then things can get. There's out a of lot hand. more purists so. that say, "Hey, I want freedom of movement." The only thing I I like to see them get a little more freedom of movement. I think in some of the GMAC games we call, you don't have the freedom of movement offensively. I think it hurts the game. Yeah. 
but we'll see. I mean, here I am. I'm not be 100. percent I'm not criticizing the officials. No, no, no. I couldn't even run up and down the floor, let alone watch the action and make a conscious decision in a split second to blow a whistle. So you would have to. It doesn't happen. You'd have to take a break and take like four deep breaths and then put the whistle back in your mouth and then blow. I'll just be the guy that stands at half court and he takes three steps one one side and three steps to the other side. No, no, it's not how it works. To watch the whole floor from there because it's not the running's not happening. So I have a lot of respect for our guys. So, but. But I do think that what I've seen, the jury's still out on the rule check. Yeah, we'll see. I think when you get into some of these close games and it doesn't work out, there's no front end of a bonus. That was just such a pressure-packed moment of a game that could alter a finish. It's not there anymore. So I think we'll miss it. But we'll move into the three-point percentage. And uh, we'll start at number five, Peyton Johnson from Meade County. This mm-hmm. is the ones that will be released, so you'll see these on social media. And they, they should match now because Owensboro's stats have came in. Uh, Peyton Johnson, 42.2% from Meade is five. Yep. You got Spalding at uh, 42.9% uh, sitting there at four. I say this. Let's see. One, two, three, four, five. That's right. Yeah. So he's sitting at four. And so you got Jonathan Moss and Jax Lee tied uh, for second place. For second place, there forty five point two percent. So, and that was as of Monday, yeah, uh, yeah. Tuesday. So I think Moss after last night's game, he's actually gone up. Yeah, like I said, I didn't count yeah. anything after right. Christmas, uh, but yeah, I mean he's he's feeling it. Yep. I mean, he, he, and, and here's the thing: you better pick him up quick. He's starting to be like Price as soon as he comes across the line. May he, pull. He can pull on mm-hmm. you. And uh, Deweese, how about that? Forty eight point six percent shooting it well. At the top, he is. I mean, it was Deshaun Sanders. He was eleven of twenty-two at fifty percent, but he missed some games. So he's still in the in the forties. Yeah, I think he's like I think he's number eight, like forty-one point one percent. He's or eight, eight, I think, is where he is. Seven or eight, and then there's a couple tied at ten. And I obviously, couldn't read my own thing here, but Deweese is leading it. So yep. Deweese, nine boards per game. He's shooting at forty-eight. 0.6% from beyond the arc. I mean, this dude's playing well. He's making a mark. He's making bit. a mark. You know, the, the stats don't lie. There you know? go. So we're moving now to the field goal percentage. And this is 20 attempts. The three point percentage was 20 attempts, too. Right. So, but the thing is, there's only four guys over 60%. So we'll give you the top four. Keaton Hughes you has know? to be somewhere in there. He's not. He's not. No, he's like 50, He's like 56, 57, okay. something like Sanders? that. Sanders? No. Cage Phelps? Nope. Teammate? That you won't guess. Jackson Brown. Actually, two teammates. De'Aaron Watkins okay, is at good. 60%, number four. Wyatt Gravel from Edmondson County is at 65%. Okay. This is 20-plus shots. Right. Landon Henning, 71.4%. That doesn't surprise the me there. Yeah. And the number one did surprise me because this dude's taking 52 shots. 52 shots. Okay. And he's shooting 73% from the field. Wow. Eight in air. Hey, there you go. How about that? Lighten it up. Yeah, I thought that was. I like this. this Coach Hayden, Coach Payne. Yeah. All I can tell you is get the guy more shots. I mean, come on. What we're saying is Aiden (laughs) might need to be featured more. (laughs) That's not not it. I think it's flowing perfectly for the Panthers right now. I don't want to mess that up. Let's go to the points uh, really quick, and uh, we'll get to number five. And this, as the points adjusted. Deshaun Sanders at 18.6 points per game knocks Maddox Jernigan out. Maddox is at 18.2 points per game, sitting there in sixth. Number four, Gunnar Revlet, mm-hmm. 19.5 points per game. Tremendous start Playing well. to the season. This one surprised me a little bit because he's been battling injuries so much. He's still sitting at 19.8 points per game. It's Luke Bikeman. No, it doesn't surprise me. I know he's hadn't he's been shooting it well, but he's a scorer. He's a scoring machine. And here's the thing. I think when he starts to get 
I think he's getting 100%. healthier. Yeah. I think that number is going to creep up into the low 20s. Uh, it would be by the surprising. end of the year, I think he's going to be in the 20s. And uh, <laughs> a couple guys that are in the 20s. Jack Logston, mm-hmm. freshman, 22.2 from Grayson County. Very impressive. Yeah, he's had a great start, and he's going to be the leader of the Cam Cook. That's why he was our first-round pick, and the Cam Cook's for you. Yeah, and then and, and the guy that's number one that I would bet my entire life savings and house on that would be the leader from the start to finish, top price. Oh, there's no doubt. 7.1 yeah. points per game. Who led the King of the Bluegrass, by the way. I know the results didn't go their way, but he did lead the he King the of the Bluegrass. He was the leading scorer there. In, of all players mm-hmm. there in, a lot of Division One talent there uh, through Christmas break. Uh, Ty Price is your leading scorer there in the third region. we got a lot of guys mentioned there. Uh, the, 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 you're, that's, that's our job. It is. I, you know what? I, I'm trying to figure out. Okay, what we're going to do is we're going to do the girls next, and then we'll close with Dano's LA5 and the schedule. Sounds great. We're modifying this as we go. It Let's sounds perfect. Fly by the seat of your pants on Live at 5, 1027 The Game. This is Coach Evans with Live at 5. And when life happens and you have roof or siding damage, give our friends a call at Above All Roofing and let Chris Estes get your problem solved. They also do windows and seamless gutters. Mention you heard it on Live at 5 and get $1,000 off roof replacements. Come visit Dano's Cigar Lounge in Owensboro, Kentucky. Choose from over 250 premium cigars out of the walk-in humidor and pair it with a glass of bourbon or an ice-cold beer. Enjoy the unique ambiance that only Dano's Cigar Lounge offers. It's where you want to go to slow down and enjoy yourself. Make sure to follow and like us on Facebook to stay up-to-date on special events and new inventory. Dano's Cigar Lounge in Owensboro, Kentucky. It's the place to smoke, sip, and socialize. Discover a haven of tranquility at the Salt Room. Whether seeking relief from respiratory ailments, desiring to de-stress and unwind, or simply yearning for self-care, the Salt Room provides the rejuvenation you deserve. We take pride in offering an exceptional experience at the Salt Room. Only the highest quality salt products, selected for their purity and effectiveness, are used. Step into our sanctuary and let the healing power of salt therapy embrace you. Discover the countless advantages of salt therapy today at the Salt Room. A haven of health and serenity. Something doesn't sound right. How do you know? My daddy always said, you know a bad sound when you hear it. That makes sense. (gasps) Yep, that sounds bad. No, not that. Hey, your car sounds funny. (laughs) My hero. Stop in Mattingly's Automotive Shop. Let the technicians help diagnose the sounds coming from your vehicle. With tune-ups, tire repair, and more, Mattingly's Automotive is here to help. Give them a call at 683-4251 or stop in 2405 Beach Road. Lizzie's Diner is your destination for the best plate lunch specials in town. Every day we offer up something delicious to satisfy your hunger. If you're a morning person, Lizzie's has you covered with our home-style breakfast menu. Let us feed you today. Lizzie's Diner, located at 1420 Breckenridge Street in Owensboro. Community Calendar on 1027 The Game is brought to you by Robert Edge with Kentucky Farm Bureau Insurance. Call 270-683-1715. Are you or someone you know getting married in 2024? Make your plans now for the 2024 Your Perfect Day Wedding Show, January 28th from noon till 4 at the Owensboro Convention Center. Need help planning the wedding? Come meet with trusted area wedding professionals, displaying popular trends and unique offerings, and register to win door prizes and much more. Brides, skip the way to the door and pre-register for a chance to win a $100 Visa gift card. Must pre-register by noon on Thursday the 25th of January 
Missouri. The Your Perfect Day Wedding Show is sponsored by Nick Tiarno Jewelers, Something Borrowed, The Event Code, and The Messenger Inquirer. Make your plans to attend the Your Perfect Day Wedding Show. Find the 1027 The Game Community Calendar on OwensboroRadio.com or on the Owensboro Radio app. We are Kentuckiana's sports leader, 1027 The Game. Local sports at its finest, live at 5 with Stephen A. Turner and Vic Evans on 102.7 The Game. Live at 5, brought to you by Foreman Watson Holtry, FWHlegal.com. Stephen A. Turner, Vic Evans here in the Floor Concept Studios. And uh, we'll look at the uh, the girls' basketball side of things. I know Butler County got a nice win over Callaway, 51-46. Leach with 15. Wilson with a double-double, 13-11. and 11. Ends their three-game losing streak and brings them to 500 at 5-5. Five and five. You had Grayson County getting to 5-4 and four as they beat Carlisle County yesterday. And then we mentioned Davis County beat Union, but Kennedy Lane, uh, the player of the game, 24 points in that one to get the Lady Panthers to 7-4. and four. We also mentioned Breck with the big comeback win over Madison Central. Moves them to 8-3 and three and starting to turn the corner. They are playing yeah, well. Yeah, they got three straight wins. Grimes had 20. Lucas uh, with 15. So uh, we'll see uh, you know how the tournament season continues to play. I know Ohio County fell today to Carlisle. And then Owensboro avenged that loss last night. They only lost a tough one to Franklin Simpson. But they blew Webster out of the water today. And a uh, nice win there. Uh, for the Owensboro Lady Devils. We'll run down the other games that are set on the schedule because there's some big ones before we get out of here. But let's get to these Vineyard Primary Care Girls stat leaders, and we'll do it the same way. Start at the bottom where the rebounds are. And uh, number five, Brooklyn Stewart, 7.9 rebounds per game. For Not surprising Vineyard. at all. She's always one of the top rebounders in the region. My number one uh, draft pick yes. there for uh, the, the fantasy draft, Brooklyn Stewart. And number four, Ava Wilson, Butler County, 9.4 boards per game. She's had a nice season. A really nice start of the season for her. Yeah, double-double. Yep. Uh, an average there for, for Miss Wilson. And all Jitta Dant checking in in the top three. 9.6 boards per game. Well, they they rebounded it well. Oh, they do, because you also got uh, Lee there Lee, that's yeah. uh, right there below her. I, yeah. I know in our, a couple weeks ago when we did rebounding leaders, they were like three and four. Yeah. And uh, so uh, Dan has pulled out. Yeah, I mean, she's a rebounding uh, stud in, uh, at, at the girls' level. And then uh, two of them that are in double-figure, uh, double-double territory. And you know the two, right? Yeah, because they're all both of them are part of the Cam Cooks for You team. They are. They're We've both, got both, Carrie Ann oh, Williams and Zoe Bean. Man, that's we're going to dominate with the boards what? to go along with uh, you know Logston and those other guys. It's a battle at the top. Carrie Ann Williams is second with ten point two boards per game. Zoe Bean ten point four boards per game leads the way. So Davis County Zoe. We well, may not be able to shoot, but we're going to rebound that's well it. in fantasy I basketball. Told you that's, what, that's the key, right? <laughs> I mean, if you, if you can't get generate the offense, at least. Get the rebounds and shoot free throws well. They do that too. Move into that category. Ten is is the minimum. I, I stayed pretty low on it, um, but the, the ladies are shooting it pretty well. Sutton Van Meter seventy seven point eight percent. Grayson County mm-hmm. uh, sitting there at number five. Shelby Souter they just shoot free throws well in Edmondson County because uh, I think Carrie Ann Williams was sixth yes. in this. She just missed making the top five, and that's good. I mean because. You know, sometimes you get the the the, the, the big the post players don't always they shoot, don't it well. shoot it very well. Yeah. Nice touch there for Carrie Ann Williams checking in at six, but her teammate Shelby Souders is number four at seventy eight point eight percent per game. How about Haley Johnson? Eighty five point not surprising. No, she's having a tremendous yeah. Year. She's she's playing at elite level. And uh, the top two, you got Peyton Bradley. 
54 for 60 from the stripes. She's right at 90%. I'm surprised she's missed six. I know. <laughs> uh, she, would, she would be upset by no. the six that she missed, not with the 54 that she's made. But the second's pretty respectable there at 90%. And then Carolina Jones, 91% there at the top of the free throw shooting in the third region there. So uh, I always always like the free throw shooters. You yeah. got to respect the free throw shooters. got to respect game. it. Cause I, I, I complain that teams don't do it well, but I couldn't hit one out of five. So, <laughs> I think you can hit one, one out, out of five. five maybe. I think you can hit one out of five. I mean, you see me shoot the last time at the sports center I was in there. But uh, it we, was we, so bad you wouldn't even shoot at the Yum Center. I know. No, I wouldn't get embarrassed. <laughs> there was people. You know, Danny Manning was around. I wasn't going to take a shot. I wanted you to take him on the post. <laughs> yeah, I might be able to do that. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know if the shots going in, but I can get one up on him. Maybe three point percentage, twenty shots minimum. You got Sarah Miller suffered a bad injury. That's mm-hmm. a shame uh, for for McLean. Thirty eight percent. Uh, on the year, checking in at number five, Elizabeth. How about you know the story is, and this is this is going to come. This came out on social media. You saw the graphic, but the story is that that Breakfast doesn't shoot it well. They well, as a top t- five, as a team, they haven't shot it well. It's like twenty six percent, but these two do. Yeah, Grimes is at thirty nine point four percent. Elizabeth Grimes, the re- legacy name and uh, beautiful scenic harness, mm-hmm. and then her tag team partner. Uh, you got Rizuski. 40.9%. Right. I mean, she's going to miss a little bit of time right here, and that's why it's going to be a big loss. But, uh, and, uh, but yeah, those two have shot it well. Yeah. So, and then Breck's checking in at three and four. It moves us into the top two. How about Julie Norris from mm-hmm. Evanston County? 45.5%. Lighten it up. From beyond the arc. Pretty good. And then number one, Peyton Bradley. Yeah, no surprise. 2%. She led there. the third region last year in three point shooting. The thing is, is like you think Peyton Bradley's going to take a lot of shots, so the percentages may not match up. No, they're, they're here. Yes. They're, they're there. Oh, yeah. The percentages are there. And uh, Peyton Bradley putting a stamp early on a, trying to separate from the field. You know, we, we put her as a favorite for player of the year going in. She's trying to separate. Haley Johnson. Right there on her tail. I would but. say those right now, and 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 I would also have to throw in Carrie Ann Williams with the way that Edmondson's played overall. You know, you're sitting yeah, there like yeah, eleven and one. True. You've got to give yeah. her a lot. But those to me are the three favorites right Starting now. Starting to separate, yeah, a little bit. But field goal percentage minimum twenty shots. Number five, Jenna Dant checking mm-hmm. in again at fifty five percent. Muhlenberg County's Taylor Wilkins at fifty six point eight percent checks in at number four. Hancock County's Ansley House at sixty one percent. Uh, is checking number three, and then you got Carolyn Lucas, mm-hmm. 63.5%. Now, that she's, she's to the rack, yeah, yeah she does. But, yeah. You know, she's putting up shots, though. Yeah, this, this is not just she's not just like shooting like 10 of 11, you know, or what is it, uh, 20 shots. She's not 17 to 20, you know? no, so she's she's putting up shots. Oh, yeah, and uh, 63%. And then, uh, number one, you know, who number one is if I had to guess, I'm gonna guess one of the big girls, Bean or Williams. You're correct in the paint player, but she wears green. Jenna Crampy. Jenna Crampy. Okay. 67.9% from the field there checking in at number one. As we'll move it now into the points category. And uh, number five, we got Haley Johnson, 16 Mm points. This is a tough tough group to crack here. 16.9 points per game. You're right, 17 points per game and barely make it into the top five. Uh, But you get number three, you got a tie, which – Kennedy Lane doesn't really surprise you. Seven, no. she's a professional scorer. Paige Medley though does surprise me a little bit because you got Bradley on there, but Medley at seventeen point one points per game. I mean, she's taking her 
her game to another level. And yeah, and that's one reason Mead's sitting there at eight and two and playing so well, gets some top competition because she gets to play Robin, you know, to Peyton Bradley's Batman. And you know, I hate to keep doing it, but that was a great late pickup by Coach Evans and the Cam <laughs> Cooks for you. That's because it's going to be a score for it us. Yeah, no, it certainly looks the part. I mean, she's when you got them in multiple categories. That's, that's that helps. You got something. So, Medley's definitely showing up here. I think somebody that flew under the radar in our draft. And I don't even know if she went dra- if she got drafted. Who I might have to hit the waiver wire for quickly is Jenna Dant. I mean, she no, she has not been drafted. She was one. I mean, she's checking in, in a handful of these categories. So, I mean, she would be a good, you know, fantasy basketball player for the point the way we score it. But moving into the top two now, and that's where Brooklyn Stewart is second, seventeen point eight points per and game. So you get your seventeen points and nine boards nine a game board, to start yeah. your team off, Steve. That's, that's why she's the number one pick yeah. right there. Doing uh, doing big things. She also shoots free throws really well. High uh, percentage shooter. Mm-hmm. She's going to show up in a few of these categories oh, yeah. for sure. And the number one, kind of like Ty Price on the boys' side. You know, it's a lot. Peyton Bradley, twenty six point one points per game. But the thing about Bradley is she shows up in three of these categories, and she's first in points, first in three point percentage, and probably first if we did one. If you go and look at three pointers made, she's probably first in that too. That's probably true, which is. Crazy considering she's number one in percentage. Right. So that you know that's impressive. And then second in, in free throws, where she shot sixty mm-hmm. of them. So I mean, pretty good showing from our potential player of the year there. Yeah. And, and our, our reigning current player of the year. Yeah, correct. <laughs> she's not giving that trophy back. Yeah, I mean, she may be the the, the like first three time winner. Three time, three time, <laughs> Booker T style. But uh, thanks for being your primary care. Uh, for sponsoring the girl stats, we'll come back close it out. With and the make day. sure you check those out on social media. We put those Absolutely. out each. Uh, usually, it's on Wednesday and Thursday of each week. Yeah, one hundred two seven. The game, whether it's X, Instagram, uh, so Facebook, Facebook and all, it's all out there. I keep wanting to say Twitter, but it doesn't exist anymore. So there we'll you go. it over to Daniel's LA Five and the schedule tonight to close it out live at five. One hundred two seven. The game. Searching for an experienced primary care physician in Owensboro? At Vineyard Primary Care, you can pick the practitioner that is right for you and will help you meet your health care needs. We have two new providers, Kelsey Pedley and Sylvia Sweat. Come see us at our new location, 3805 Fairview Drive, Owensboro, for all your primary care needs. Or visit vineyardprimarycare.com to learn more and schedule your appointment. Vineyard Primary Care, friendly, knowledgeable physicians that provide personalized care. Home Mutual in Tell City supports local. From the smallest local business to the largest corporation, Home Mutual has you covered. To ensure that you are protected and your employees have the coverage they need, visit HomeMutual.com. Home Mutual, passionate about insurance, compassionate about people. You've heard of AI. We want you to know that some messages and content we broadcast is produced using AI. All content produced or written with AI is supervised by our staff before airing. AI is only a tool for all of us, and we use it for that purpose. You can be assured that we will not use AI in any way that is unworthy of your trust. And now, Western Kentucky weather on 1027 The Game. Tonight, cloudy with a chance of rain and snow. Little to no accumulation expected below 33. Friday, rain and snow likely before 3 p.m. Then a chance of rain, high 39. Friday night, mostly cloudy, a 30% chance of rain, mainly before 7, a low 34. Saturday, partly sunny, a 20% chance of early rain, a high 45. Partly cloudy on Saturday night, low 31. Mostly sunny on Sunday, a high 47. And now, more Live at 5 with Stephen A. Turner and Vic Evans on 102.7 The Game. 
Live at 5, brought to you by Holtree, FWHlegal.com. Let's move into this Dano's LA5. Don't forget about our good friends out there on Highway 54, Dano's Cigar Lounge. Yeah, even though the Christmas season's over, you know, just go out there and do something nice well, for dad season. or for mom. It's bowl season. Yeah, yeah you're get right. Get you in a recliner out there. They got the flat screens. They got bourbon out there. I mean, you name it. It's, it's a perfect place to go watch it. Go out there to Mall UK and just spend all day out there in a recliner. I mean, yeah, you got the, the they're comfortable. Leather recliner. I mean, they're nice. And, and you can probably hang out with BJ Early, because I guarantee he's, he's out, out there. there. That's right. That's <laughs> I guarantee right. you. <laughs> Daniels LA 5. Question number one. We got bowl games all weekend long on 1027 the game. I'm going to give you the bowl matchup. You're going to give me the winner. Not okay. against the spread, just the winner. Okay. We'll start with the first one tomorrow here on 1027. The Gator Bowl. Clemson taking on the Cats. It means more to Kentucky than it does to Clemson. And that always mean that always put I always put stock in that. Oh, yeah. The Clemson wins. They got better depth. I, I think. I think it means more to Kentucky, too. I think Kentucky plays well. But I think Clemson's on that, you know, they've had a couple bad years, kind of down years, and, and Dabble's way behind on the portal and NIL. And I think if they were to lose this game, it would be like all heck breaking loose. I think Clemson and Dabble find a way to eke out a close win against the I, yeah, I think Kentucky plays well. I think Kentucky's right there with them. Yeah. But, uh, but I'll go Clemson. Peach Bowl, Ole Miss versus Penn State. This is one that Penn State will win, and then they'll say, oh, I told you the Big Ten was just good as the SEC. No, this is one that Penn State's got no offense. They're terrible. I'm just telling you, it's how it works all every year. This may be Lane Kiffin's last game at Ole Miss, and he may become the new Alabama coach, if you listen to the rumors that if Saban wins, he may step down, and Kiffin would be the next Alabama coach. So it could be the last game for Ole Miss and Lane Kiffin. So they're going to go out there, and they're going to wax Penn State. You think that would – I mean, you think – I mean – you think that would happen? Like, Lane Kiffin at Alabama? I mean, I know he was there. It's a weird – I don't know. That just doesn't seem like an Alabama hire. But I mean, you're Lane not, Kiffin's a little more flashy than Alabama. Well, Devil's stock's kind of dropped. You're not yeah. going to be able to get Kirby Smart from, you know, away from Georgia. No. You know, maybe you go get the guy, the, the, the head coach at Oregon that came from Georgia's defensive coordinator, maybe. But I think Lane Kiffin's a guy that would win big at Alabama. He may. I mean, yeah. No, I mean, he's 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 certainly a personality. All right. We'll go to Daniel's LA 5, question number two. On Monday, we've got three big bowl games. The Fiesta Bowl, Liberty versus Oregon. I don't know anything about Liberty. I don't either. Oregon, Bo Nix. He's not playing. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm going to go Oregon. I like what the, their coach has done there. And, you know, he's an SEC guy. I'm going to go Oregon in that one. Yeah, I'll go Oregon. Then we get to the two big ones on Monday night. Semifinal number one in the Rose Bowl, Alabama versus Michigan. I'm going to go Michigan's going to win, win, win the whole thing this year. So you're going Michigan. As, as hard as I've been on them schedule-wise, I'm going Michigan. I'm going I, huge game for McCarthy. Alabama by 17 or more. No way. Okay. I'm just, that's what I'm going to, I've already made my bet on, you know, those betting apps. I've already got Alabama. I'm going Michigan. I know it's, it's crazy. Big Ten beats SEC in meaningless games. I think I think this is the year for Michigan. Okay. I'm going to go Bama. And in the nightcap, and in the Sugar Bowl, Texas versus Washington. Washington. I've been in Washington all year long. I'm going to go Washington, Michigan's like an old Rose Bowl matchup. You get that? I, I'm going to go with Sarkeesian here in Texas. Oh. Beats Penix. And we get if Texas an Alabama, gets in the national championship we, game, they're back, right? We I get mean, an Alabama-Texas rematch in the oh, national championship game cool. on I'm January 8th. Okay. I'm cheering for Penix, though. 
I, 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 I like him a lot. I like Washington a lot. I, yeah. Just different. Tells you what kind of coach Tom Allen was. He let him get away from IU. Yeah. That, yeah. Well, <laughs> I don't Allen don't have a job. Stop that. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> LA5, question number three. Louisville football finished the season with a three game losing streak. Does this put a pretty big damper on Brown's first season at Louisville? Puts a damper on it. I don't know about big damper. Puts a damper on it. I mean, the loss to Kentucky hurt big. Yes. And then the, the, to go in and lose to Florida State with the backup quarterback. Well, you only scored six points. Doubled down on it a little bit. Yes. And then you lose the, the bowl game. So, I mean, leaves a bad taste. But I don't think it changes that the season was a smashing success for Brom. I mean, it puts a damper on it, certainly. Because no matter how good the movie is or the, or the TV series is, if you blow the finish, that's all anybody remembers. Right. And and But... It does not put a damper on where this program's going. I, I, it had no bearing on it. I think it. Puts it a, does worry me. That, it does worry me that, that when they played good teams, they they got smashed. Yeah, I, mean, I think it puts a huge damper on it. I throw the Notre Dame game out because that was like Notre Dame's fifth ranked opponent in five weeks. Well, Notre Dame, Notre Dame. They right. They, 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 they can play. But, they can play a high school team, and it's a seven point game in if, the fourth quarter. If you look at Louisville's schedule, they went ten and four. And they really have, other than Notre Dame, they the, the wins are terrible. Signature wins are not really there. They're, and not only that, they probably but, should have lost like five of them. But you got to look at where the program com- has come from, too. I mean, they can't. They're coming out of the ashes. I mean, oh, I don't know if it was the ashes. It was pretty bad. It was bad. Man, but I'll say this: bad. I think it's going in the right direction. But I think what it's put a damper on is Louisville fans because when they were ten and one or nine and one, they had all this college football playoff talk and yeah. UK's going to a crappy bowl or we're but, going to a New Year's six and then you played three good teams and you got waxed. Yeah, I mean that's what happened. So there you go. The thing about it is though is the t- top twelve is on the table for you next year, so you can Im- immediately put the season in the rear view and get excited about that. No, because what this has shown is that the top there's only going to be one ACC team. You're going to have to win the That's ACC to get the yeah. top 12. What? Because the top 12 is going to be, it'll probably have three they, Big they, Ten teams and like three SEC or three or four SEC not teams. not out of the realm of possibility that Louisville could win it, though. It's bad. It's it is bad. real bad. The problem you're going to have is the ACC is going to break down and Louisville's going to be stuck without a chair to sit in. They're going to get beat by musical chairs because I don't know where they end up. Right. That's, Other than maybe the Big 12. Yeah. I mean, you know, it's the best case scenario. we got about two minutes. Question number four. Saturday's Powerball is an estimated $760 million. Give me the one thing you would buy or you would do if you win. Well, I always thought it would be cool to give all my uh, all my closest friends a million dollars if I if I won enough. You know, it'd be like a cool gift, right? I mean, hey, here's a how many close bucks. friends you got? Well, I mean, a lot. Okay. I mean, if you, how much am I? You're talking about a cash option like four hundred and something million? Yeah. Why, why? Why can't I give all my friends a million? I mean, even if I got fifty friends, that's fifty million. I still got three hundred and eight ninety million. I'm not, I, I, I mean, if cool. I did that, I'd only be giving away like a million and a half because I got like one and a half yeah. friends. So I mean, like, I for me, it's easy. But I mean, then I would go buy you know a, a, a house and. Florida Keys somewhere, and you'd never see me again. Okay. Like, I like was, that. Somebody would, I would pay somebody to bring me drinks in a hammock all day. Here's what I would do. <laughs> never leave. Here's what I would do is I would take like $200 million of it and finance a downtown ballpark stadium and get AAA team here in Owensboro playing yeah. on the riverfront That'd be cool. with the city and have it look out over the Hollow River and like you hit the splash in the right You're field. You're giving back to the whole run. community. I'm just giving back to my friends. There you go. <laughs> That's, That's what I would do. <laughs> <laughs> you dialed me out. What we got for number five? Number five. You called a lot of games in 2023, Steve. Give me your top two or three games that you called in 2023. Man, 
you know, I go back to that third. I had such a good time calling the third region baseball tournament mm-hmm. and the district. I mean, that Apollo Catholic one run district opener was first incredible. pitch, first pitch, yeah, ambush, home, home run, run, and then just the defense the rest of the way. Absolutely incredible. And then Apollo's run all the way to state. And you guys had, you and, uh, what's his name? Seth. Seth had the, the, the two big games that mm-hmm. they won. But it was still a great, great tournament season working with the third region sports network guys. That, that's probably it, the Catholic Apollo baseball game. I, you know, the, the Catholic Owensboro football game jumps off the page uh, to me as well. For me, I, 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 you're in the ballpark. I, I think that uh, Catholic Owensboro, uh, Owensboro Apollo Catholic first district baseball game was a great game that we called together. I thought the Apollo Muhlenberg County Regional Championship baseball game, great game great that we game. called with yeah. the third region sports network guys. I thought Apollo's loss in the semifinals, great game to call. It was, yeah. Uh, I'm like you, Catholic uh, uh, Owensboro football, really good game to call. Uh, for well, me, too. Don't forget Westland Hillsdale. When they came oh, in yeah. as a ranked team and Westland got the win last year in the men's side at the Sports Center, it was a great game. Well, there's been a bunch of, of Westland games that, that, that kind of come to mind, especially here early in the season. We'll see. I think that Westland will be certainly in the mix, I think, in the second half with the way they've played. I got a bonus question. Okay, go ahead. Before we go off the air. Hey, there's rumors. The rumor mill is churning. Big football transfers. Are they going to change the landscape of football in the city of Owensboro? Yes. Thank you. Yes. The rumor mill, we can't confirm it. Well, we'll confirm it whenever they go back to school. <laughs> there's, there's rumor. Keep your eye out there. on There's the some big-time changes coming. I think so, too. We'll talk about uh, some, some stuff tomorrow to get you set for the weekend live at 5. You've been listening to Live at 5 on 1027 The Game. Special thanks to Foreman Watson Haltry for sponsoring the preceding broadcast. FWHlegal.com. Tune in next time for Live at 5 on 1027 The Game. News now on 1027 The Game. Time is running out to get vehicle tags renewed before a statewide shutdown.